Roundup. All right, so what is going on, guys? This is Frank Zaraski here with the Tomahawk Roundup, and I am joined by Cameron Berg and the Muskegon Lumberjacks. Cam, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to have you on and looking forward to what what's next for you. Well, just getting ready here for playoffs pretty much, and it's the main focus right now for me. Yeah, so when you were in North Dakota growing up, did the Fargo Force play any influence into your desire to play hockey um i'd say it just helped where i wanted to go i don't know if it influenced me i enjoyed watching them growing up obviously but i just always played hockey from a young age where i just wanted to do it pretty much my whole life and that's and that's important when you're talking about it, it steered you in the right direction expand on that a little bit for me cam um i just went to the games i saw the excitement it was i saw the fans going it's always nice to just have people come on and watch. I just want to be that guy one day playing junior hockey and having fans come watch you and just living life. Yeah, and that's that's important because you look up to that. And I have to ask, you know, you spent two years in the Western Conference with Omaha. Was there ever a full circle moment for you playing at Shields Arena close to your hometown, like where it's like I was wanted to be this and now I am this? Yeah, it was kind of cool when I headed back up to Fargo because I had all my family there and the crowd just supporting me. So it was just like an unbelievable moment to be like, wow, like I was here as a kid watching and I'm playing in this rink. So it was a pretty cool moment. Yeah, and that's and that's incredible because, you know, what we've heard from other players from like Chicago when they played at the United Center, whether it was with the Blackhawks or without or any team, any player that's played in their home ice arena. I know when we talked with Charlie Coyle a while back, he was he got a little emotional talking about you know growing up in Massachusetts and playing for the Bruins. So it, I can imagine that it's the same kind of experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how did the trade to Muskegon after two years in Omaha help you explode offensively? Um, I think just kind of change of scenery, just a change of different coaching, just have like a new spark, new excitement. I think that just also helped my game. And that. Yeah. Yeah, describe that spark because a lot of people don't understand what a change in scenery can do for a player. What did it do for you? Like, how does it affect a player mentally, a change in scenery? Um, well, I just think it kind of, it's kind of like a change. And usually change can be good. So I was just excited for this new opportunity. I'm just going to do my best under it and it happened to work out really well for me. Yeah. What attracted you to the University of Nebraska-Omaha, and how will it be playing there with your current Lumberjacks teammate, Jacob Huevin? Um, well, a couple of years ago, they just, I just felt really wanted. They got great coaching staff, really awesome facilities, and they're going to be a great team here. And it'll be fun playing with uh, Guevin, and also I'll be going in with Penny next year. Yeah. So it'll be fun to have guys that I know through juniors just continue growing our friendship through college. And that's important because you're making a big jump from the USHL to the NCAA. Obviously, a lot of transition that comes through that. But when you have friends like that, that really can make the process a lot smoother. It does, yeah. Yeah. So you play a well-balanced offensive game between passing and shooting. Where did that type of balance come from for you? Um, well, I've always had a little shooter mentality to begin with. I just wanted to expand on my game and become more of a dual threat, so I don't know if I'm going to shoot it or pass it. So I just kind of worked on that throughout the, the season. And that's and that's important to have that versatility because it not only benefits you, but it benefits your teammate because it keeps the opponent's blue line guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
I mean, so you're ranked uh, by NHL Central Scouting. As the draft approaches in July, what is your biggest asset to the team that drafts you? Um, I'd just say my like passion, my drive for the game. Just that's what I want to do with my life. So just gonna do everything I can to get there. And, and the work ethic and the passion—that's that's what a lot of coaches like to see. I mean, just going into the playoffs, you know, what's the mindset? Obviously, it's been a, a weird year with COVID and everything, but how has the team adjusted and rallied around each other, especially with the, the performances they've been able to put on? Well, I mean, I think everyone's got the same goal in mind, and that's to win. If we don't win, it's considered failure here. We have that good of a group that I believe that we can go all the way, so we're just all buying in and getting ready to go. And that's and that's important. And I mean, when you're look at, when you're looking at the teams that you'll you'll face, uh, it'll be probably Green Bay and Chicago. I mean, what is what is the biggest um, thing that you can look forward to playing them with? I mean, like, what's their biggest strength, and how do you work to counter that? Um, well, I feel like Green Bay is more of like a playoff team already. They're a little bit, I'd say, different than most of the other East teams, where it's more like a skill based game. By them, they're gonna play a little grit, play hard. And so we just got to still play our game and just play good defensively against them. Chicago, they obviously got really good skill up front and back on the point. So we just got to play our game against them, shut them down defensively, and see where it takes us. And that's, and that's important because if you try to alter your game for another team, it usually winds up hurting you in the long run, and then it throws you off your game, and then you wind up losing. Yeah, I mean, just going forward, I mean, to next season, what are your goals and expectations for Nebraska-Omaha? Um, just to have a role on the team, be in the lineup every night pretty much. Just have a spot. And, yeah, I mean, when you're, when you're talking about the, the role that you play at Muskegon, do you see that role shifting at all at University of Nebraska-Omaha? Um, I could see maybe halfway through the season or end of the season kind of get there. Obviously, I'm going to be a younger guy. I got a lot of things to learn moving up a new level. So just got to take it one step at, at a time. And that's important because when you're, when you're taking it one step at a time, you're not looking too much in front of you. You're not looking behind you. You're, you're really just staying in the moment like, what can I take out of this drill, this practice, and this hour? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, and that's important. Cam, before we head out today, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners around the U.S. and Canada? Not nothing really. Just thanks for listening and hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you so much, Cameron Berg. All right, thanks.